You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. With the mining in Daba currently underway in Cape Town, the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research, the CSIR, is looking at innovations that can help make the mining industry safer. South Africa's mining industry recorded a total of 55 fatalities during 2023. That's a 22% increase from the deaths in the previous year. Several mining incidents and fatalities have been reported with a major one last year in November at the Impala Platinum Mine killing 11 workers and leaving 75 injured. Now to help us understand on what can be done to avert mining incidents we join on the line by Rian Berg the impact area manager at CSIR a very good morning to you and welcome sir Good morning Elvis Mr Berg the latest data shows that 55 workers died in the mining related incidents in South Africa last year what is your overview on the state of our mining incidents Elvis, yes, it's indeed tragic that uh, 55 people lost their lives last year. And if we look at the statistics over several years, we can see that there has been an improving trend. But uh, you know, um, every life lost is one too many, and that's why the CSIR has been providing services, but also coming up with technologies and innovations that uh, assist the mining industry to make mining safer. safer but also more productive uh because uh we need an, a collaborative approach mm-hmm. to improve the performance um and prevent people from coming to harm when they go to work in the mines but what do you think are some of the biggest contributing factors behind these fatalities and and can you perhaps elaborate on the initiatives undertaken by the CSIR in expanding mine health and safety training yes yes certainly So the the causes of fatalities um and fatal accidents and and accidents that, that harm people um are broadly categorized according to the type of work that is involved um that then leads to incidents and over years the use of trackless mobile machinery or TMM as they are called has been a major contributor and this is one of the areas where the CSIR has been working together with the mining industry um this was initiated as an initiative from the minerals council where we've developed a digital twin software solution that assists the mines in understanding getting better insight into the movement of their vehicles according to their traffic management plan but feeding this digital twin with the information from each of those vehicles then enables the system to analyze how the vehicles move and identify where high risk uh vehicle to vehicle interaction opportunities arise that can then be used to adapt that traffic management plan and thereby eliminate possible incidents that could lead to harm The interesting thing is as we develop this um to assist the mines with with uh, understanding those high risk points we came to the realization that this could not only be a safety improvement uh tool but also a productivity tool because it then provides you with the ability 
to have the same level of insight into the uh, efficiency with which vehicles are dispatched and to identify even at an individual driver level which drivers are perhaps uh, more efficient in the route they take and how they execute their assigned trip. And that opens up uh, an additional way of improvement by identifying the best behaviors and then enabling you to uh, do tailor-made training for the workers that either on a productivity level or from the point of view of safety need further training to improve their performance. And uh, it, it opens up a lot of possibility for the improvement of the operation to make it safer and more productive. So how does the CSIR plan now to meet the growing demand for mine health and safety training as several mining companies have suffered mining-related incidences? The, the training of mine workers for improved safety behavior on the mine and uh, to be ready to respond if, for example, an emergency arises is a very important part of training uh, in addition to, obviously, production-related training that, that enables uh, people to, to, to operate their machines and do their work correctly and efficiently. And so this is, this is an area where we've identified an opportunity to assist the industry, specifically with uh, an improved method of training people for an underground emergency situation. And so we've developed a competency-based training approach that goes from making people aware of the danger and, and how they need to react uh, to a, 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 a way of ensuring that people are fully competent. And if I can maybe just quickly break it down to give the listeners a bit of insight into how this works. Um, specifically around the scenario where there might be a fire or an explosion in an underground environment that can then lead to an irrespirable atmosphere the worker then needs to be protected from that uh, harmful uh, environment around them where they cannot simply breathe the air from, from the environment. And for that purpose, mine workers already carry with them when they go underground a device called a self-rescuer. It's a portable oxygen device that when you deploy it, it gives you about um, 30 to 35 minutes of safe and breathable air, it isolates your breathing system from the surroundings. And then you can walk to a place of safety underground and from there be, be taken outside. Now what we've developed is a training approach that enables the mine worker to familiarize themselves through a hands-on way of the operation of this device, but also using virtual reality to put them in an immersive training environment where the engagement with the living content is is at a very heightened stage, um, and then condition them so that when that situation arises, they are not overly stressed. Obviously, a person will be uh, anxious, but then they know what to expect. They've been through it in the virtual environment. They've uh, understood what needs to be done, and then they've also practiced executing the necessary steps to use the self-rescue device to make the correct decisions in escaping to the place of safety. And because they've been through it a number of times in the virtual environment, if they then need to ex- execute, um, should a real emergency arise, and, and I must stress that this is something that is not common, and that's actually 
a part of what makes it difficult to train people for this because it's something that happens infrequently, but when it happens, the potential consequences are are severe. And therefore, it's so important that people must be so ready to execute quickly and effectively whenever something like that happens. No, so our training mm-hmm. approach assists them so that they can know their people are competent and uh, they'll be able to, to get to a place of safety. Now, it does seem that you use technology to avert some of these mining-related incidences, but are there any collaborative efforts or partnerships with mining companies to enhance mine health and safety training? And talk to us about discussions that you are having at the African Mining in Daba on reaching zero harm. Yes, indeed. Um, so the, the training approach that I've just described to you um, we have been visiting um, some of our biggest coal mining companies in the last few months, and we are uh, planning visits to, to some of our uh, gold and platinum group metal mines in the near future, uh, specifically to, to get their input into what we've developed. It's not something where you can put something together and present it to them, and, and, and that's the end of the story, and, and they must just use it. We work on a collaborative uh, platform. We engage with the mining company, show them what we've uh, come up with, get their feedback, and we use that to improve it further, but also to identify uh, opportunities for further development of training enhancements um, that can assist them in safety-related training. At the mining in Daba, uh, we've had the privilege of participating in a number of uh, panel discussions uh, where we've been given a platform to talk about these issues, things related to safety and productivity and how technology can help to achieve better safety as well as better productivity. Also platforms where we were able to talk about the tools and the innovations that we have been uh, working with or working to develop in collaboration with the mining companies and also to make it more, um, to give uh, a a platform for, for aware making so that people can take note of this and um, approach the CSIR and, and we can have discussions with them at the mining in Daba to identify opportunities where we can apply those innovations in the mining environment. Rian Berg, all the best of luck. That's the Impact Area Manager at the Council for Scientific and Industrial Research at the CSIR. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.